Are organizations are learning how to think systematically? I think they are. They're facing high complexity right now, but I don't think they are really understanding how to solve the challenges, the problems they have right now as a whole, right? Because sometimes they split them down into parts and that's not really helping things strategically in a more systematic way. Well, that's what we're going to cover in this episode. I'm gonna share with you a specific framework that can be super useful for you in your organization. So let's start it. Welcome to the World Class Leaders Show. This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers, professionals who want to become world-class leaders. In this podcast, we deconstruct the success of high-performance leaders, share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. Hi guys, what's up? So welcome again to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. I'm recording this episode today, today's Saturday, and there is a reason, because not only because I've been very busy, but also because I wanted to think a little bit more strategically about what I wanted to cover in this episode. And uh, as per the preview, I think one great topic to discuss with you, although it might require much more time, honestly, it's actually how organizations right now are thinking. In my opinion, I really am learning how to think as a system. Here's the situation. Right now, organizations, they face really higher complexity than in the past, right? We all see this. So instead of trying to make sense of their problems in terms of holes, they really split them down into parts. And this is really how they reinforce unconsciously the principle and the concept, the application of silos over unity. So in other words, they look at one single problem or situation without understanding the wider relationships of each part. So this approach doesn't only create silos in organization, but also it creates a silos thinking. So people start really thinking as a separate unit, like everyone really takes care only about their own turf. They're playing essentially their own game within the organization, within a, actually a wider context. And that's not helping. It's not only not helping, of course, to work better in collaboration, but that doesn't really help to come up with the best possible solutions to the current problems. And the problems are increasing in terms of quantity, in terms of actually of complexity. And look, there are many different models that actually explain systems thinking, but also giving you some potential application how to flip the coin, if you like. So try really to work differently in organizations, starting from thinking differently. And as you know, I'm a big fan about thinking, mindset, because that's really how to drive different actions in organizations. So one of my favorite models is definitely the iceberg model by Michael Goodman. Let me tell you quickly, what is this model? So essentially it's a diagnostic tool for systems thinking. That's essentially why it was developed by Michael Goodman. And it asks you to look underneath what is really happening to see the whole picture. Really like an iceberg, right? So in system thinking, most of what is really happening, we cannot see. So Goodman's model 
has essentially four different levels. So what is happening on the surface, on the top of the iceberg, and this is essentially the events, what really happened, so the situation, right? Just below that, the second layer is essentially the patterns of behaviors. So what has been happening? What are the trends? What are the changes? What the actions, essentially, the situation, the event has generated, right? Below that, there are the structures. So structure really is what is influencing the patterns of behaviors and also the relationship between the parts. And finally, at the bottom of the iceberg, which is the final layer, is the mental models. So essentially the values, the beliefs, and assumptions. So you might maybe think, well, that's Andrea is another iceberg model. There are so many iceberg models. But I really like the way how it has been structured. And I use it. And I use it a lot when things happen, primarily as a tool for lesson learning. But you can use it in any situation, okay? In other words, the tool is really there to guide you and to guide actually systemic thinking organization and learn from negative events or performance they are not the one that you expected. But of course, as any type of models, sometimes we understand the model, but then it's really difficult to apply our daily life, right? So let me give you a specific example how you can use it in a very practical way. So imagine, for example, that you delivered a a very average report, right? A mediocre report, you're not happy about it. And that's essentially is the event, right? That is a, at the top of the iceberg. That is what really is in the surface because it's something practical, right? It's a report. So it's an object, it's something that has been developed, okay? So let's try to use the model. So let's go down one layer and let's go to patterns of behaviors. So if I think about the report, so maybe I deliver poor outcomes, when I'm normally stressed and work too many hours, right? And by the way, that's not the only patterns of behavior, but it could be one of the many. So for me, I would say as an example, well, maybe I, I didn't do a good job, so the outcome is not good because I was stressed. So maybe that is a pattern of behavior for me, right? So maybe when I'm stressed and I work too many hours, then the quality of my work and my outcome is not good enough. So that is the patterns that I have identified through the exercise using this tool. So let's go down below to the third layer with the structure. So, well, think about structures. Maybe my company encourages employees to orchestra hours and stick with challenging deadlines. Well, there you go. That could be one of the structure they are in place right now. And sometimes, by the way, a little bit subtle. You know, they are not so well defined and they're not written in stone like this, for example. But it might happen, right? We know there is an expectation to deliver. There is an expectation to deliver and work in extra hours no matter what. And by the way, I think it's a good example because many organizations right now, they are facing the same problem. So maybe this is a structure in place that sustain the specific patterns of behaviors. I hope you can see now where we are going with this, right? So let's go further down. Let's go to mental models. Well, based on what we said so far, maybe the mental models right now is career competition are integral parts of our identities. So we need to work and push hard to stand out from others. That could be a mental model in place. So we need to compete. We need to do more than others push harder because it's very competitive environment right now. So very quickly, we came up actually with a very easy application of the model. We started from a negative event and then we moved down to the patterns of behaviors and we have identified their work, the structures that were in place 
that maybe have supported and sustained the patterns of behaviors, and then the mental models that could be actually leading this specific process. So essentially, that's exactly what happened when we apply the model. So as you noticed, the vent, again, is the only thing that's really superficial, is in the surface, because it's something specific that happened. But the patterns of behavior, the structure and mental models are really below the surface. And that's why it's important to use it, because it really helps you and maybe your team to understand better and more why we produce maybe average results of performance. And again, I'm not generally a big fan of spending too much time into the why, because, you know, understanding the root cause sometimes actually reinforces the bias that are in place. However, that's not really a why exercise. The exercise that we have done, it's more about trying to understand not only the behaviors, but what really drove the behaviors. So the mental models is actually the mindset. That's why I like it. Actually, I love it. So to me, it's a terrific tool to learn from events by pushing us really to search deeper into our mental maps, understanding how to change in the future. Because if we change the mental maps that we have, then we can change our actions so we can change our results. So. I hope that was a useful and helpful conversation. And to me, that could be a secret for many teams and organizations to perform differently. So I hope you found this episode interesting. To me, it's super important right now. So if you are concerned about your organizations and your team and how people are thinking in silence instead of as a whole, so I hope you got something valuable today in this conversation. And of course, if you need more, please drop an email at andrea at andreapetroni.com or visit my website www.andreapetroni.com because you can actually subscribe to my newsletter. You can have a look to the past episodes of the podcast. And of course, you can actually understand a little bit more about my work and what I do. So have a great rest of the day.